I V M. Welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IVM production, and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Geek Fruit with fellow and television geek stages Jishnu and Dinkar as they discuss the world of science fiction and nerd culture. You're listening to TFG Football. Good day, everyone. This is the TFG Indian Football Podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm filling in for Siju, who cannot be here today. And uh, we have been joined by Chiranjit, who is traveling, and uh, he's connected with us on the phone. So, uh, what is happening in Indian football? So, lot not on the field action is there, but uh, off the field, lot of uh, transfer news is going on. And uh, what we hear latest is uh, the Chennai FC, the IHL fran- uh, ISL franchisee, uh, has appointed a new coach. He goes by the name John Gregory. And uh, he replaces uh, Marco Matarazzi. It's been uh, three years that he's been handling uh, the Chennai uh, Chennai FC team. Uh, so he's been a player manager and uh, a player coach as well. So a big change uh, for Chennai FC. Or Chiranjit, what do you say? So yeah, of course. Uh, we have always heard about uh, you know the influence Matarazzi has had uh, in the Chennai FC players over the last three seasons. Uh, JJ and others have talked about how they uh, found his advice uh, to open up new dimensions in their game, and he had already, uh, you know, built up a little bit of uh, good chemistry with the Indian staff that Chennai uh, NFC had employed. So it's it's it was uh, something that was building up uh, and could have been something uh, bigger, but now that uh, ISL has become an AFC recognized league, they will have to. Uh, employ somebody who's got the A or Pro license, right? And uh, uh, Matarazzi doesn't have that yet. And of course, uh, you know there may have been some uh, issues with his timing. You know, it's a longer league now, so uh, they will have to come and stay for uh, six, five, six months. So it's like that as well. Uh, you know, uh, Matarazzi could not work it out uh, with an NFC, and they will have to go with John Gregory. Uh, and he's he's the kind of uh, coach uh, I think that will take the club forward as they are opening up academies and uh, uh, new football schools and running a more wholesome operation that will run all season. So yeah, uh, he's he's got the experience, uh, he's got uh, you know taste of success as well, uh, reaching FA Cup final and everything yeah. in the past. So yeah, it's it's a good uh, good step forward for them. Yeah, also one point uh, about uh, Matarazzi was uh, his uh, trust in the younger players. You know, we seen how yeah. Jerry was given that uh, uh, he had a trust placed on him in spite of the mistake that he was committed, and that led to yeah. that uh, uh, you know uh, losing of uh, one game again. You know, that was right at the start of the league, and when you have such an impact on your league. It becomes difficult to just give a youngster a chance, but then he yeah. he ensures that he knows his potential and he gives it a try. Even though Chennai yeah. didn't perform that well in the league, uh, but it really brought up Jerry. You know that was his rise to fame and to being in the spotlight because he won. Yeah. Uh, Jerry won his place in the team uh, right after that. You know he gave uh, one bad performance, but after that he was just very consistent and he got the Emerging Player of the Award, and that led to him being picked up and see where he's reached now. Yeah. 
So it's, it's uh, yeah. uh, really good to see the kind of uh, you know, but but that's what happens when you have a uh, coach for two three seasons. You know, the uh, coach uh, forms a relationship with the club right. with the players, and slowly they start thinking long term. You know, the, uh, at first when you have a new coach or or a new player, they're just thinking about the next game. You know how to make an impact, how to secure the start of the season properly, uh, and uh, you know take take the lead uh, and. when you have somebody who's been there for a while they are thinking about uh, longer terms like what what they might do next season so if i if i play this guy a few times despite he is making mistakes but uh, he's got the potential he will become a big player for this team next season so yeah. that kind of long term thinking kicks in uh, so hopefully they will get to that place uh, uh, with john gregory as well because anyway he is he will have a more wholesome role than uh, the typical isl coach till now and uh, he will uh, be spending more time you know the season will be longer so if uh, they can uh, build that uh, same relationship with john gregory then two three years from now they will be in a much better place already i think that's a very valid point that you brought up a long term uh, you know engagement you know now yeah. we see the difference that the isl teams are you know uh, looking to grassroots they're looking to uh, build academies it's only yeah. because it's long term it's not a two month season it's going to be much yeah. larger than that and that yeah. puts in a lot of thought for the club as well you know, it's just, all about club licensing you know the, the yeah. because club licensing is happening everybody is doing this before that it, you know even 10% of that was not happening no, no, so really the that, commitment that's the biggest yeah thing. the commitment is really seen from the clubs now you yeah. know you have just forced yeah. to do it and why not started long time back you know just because it is enforced on you they they've started to make the moves yeah but seriously i mean uh, you can't really fault them for that as long as you know this these grassroots and the youth development they have never really come natural to clubs and it has always been enforced by the federation and uh, and it was a problem have, with the i league as well yeah. you know just because it was enforced yeah, yeah. people tried yeah, to do it yeah but clubs are competitive entities they are for profit entities so they will always think about money and they will be selfish right you know just just how they are but if the club licensing forces them to like do something uh, like you have to have your academy squad you have to uh, you know play in junior tournaments and everything what happens is that they think since we are already doing this let's do you know put some more effort into this because we'll uh, generate cheap players for ourselves in the future so that's that's just you just have to give them the incentive to think that way otherwise they will be uh, you know they will just think why should i spend if i don't have to right so that's the uh, you know you just need to give them a push to some extent that's what club licensing is all about yeah so just moving at uh, focus to another topic that uh, we discussed uh, in length in a previous episode that was about the under 23 indian national side uh, getting to the us for an exposure tour but sadly that did not materialize and uh, uh, that's not happening you know we talked about uh, what benefits it could get the national team uh, the potential you know uh, spot opener for the national team in the under 23 side and uh, it was a lengthy tour uh, at least a couple of matches to be played but then that's not happening as of now so as a replacement you know aff always does a good job to come up with replacements even though you know something like this uh, was not expected or planned so the team is now moving to singapore where they will play uh, the singapore national side uh, in two friendlies you know yeah yeah but i think i think they're playing them in doha Uh, if I'm not uh, wrong, the, the AFL report does say that the team will fly to Singapore. So I I believe it's happening at Singapore. And oh, okay. 
but it's a makeshift arrangement uh, but we don't okay. have to give credit because it's not easy to uh, you know uh, just uh, shuffle your plans at the last minute and uh, it is happening right now so probably this week the team flies to singapore uh, where they will play uh, the two friendlies yeah see what has happened here is that uh, you know obviously singapore is okay but usa would have been much better you know and and it had uh, diverse ramifications we would get to play club side uh, we would get to play uh, players who are much better trained than the singapore national mm. team and uh, are much bigger physically it, it would have been more of a physical challenge for the under 20 squad but uh, what has happened is that apparently uh, an aifm official mm. spoke to tfg and he told us uh, that they had applied for visa well in time but the embassy never granted them the interview Okay so I don't know what exactly happened there maybe this is a rush season uh, that's why they, the visa could not be arranged and this is not the first time like uh, the Tibetan national women's team uh, in March uh, that team is also based out of India they tried to get visas to US and uh, even they were denied visas okay uh, so it's a bit of a mess the US visa situation uh, you know it it but yeah. my concern is elsewhere it's it's not like just anybody it's our national team right and how how can you not yeah. have some special diplomatic channel that eases the process for these players yeah. you know uh, why why are they, i mean can you imagine this happening to the cricket team under 19 cricket team under 16 cricket team you think anybody would have this hassle uh, while going to us it would all be sorted out this is i mean there is no excuse you know if aif wanted uh, to take uh, the national under 23 team to usa and uh, the reason that they are saying that they could not take them is that they did not get uh, visas that's a poor excuse because you are working at the highest level you should be able to maneuver these situations right I mean, who's managing these things? I don't know, but this is very disappointing. You know, it all follows back to the planning. Yeah, if you you have a calendar that's uh, you know marked out for dates of this particular team to be playing at at so and so location, that has to be taken care well in advance before you even make it public. Now, uh, it was a press release that came out that the US tour is happening. How does that even you know put out a statement uh, saying the team is moving and that is the plan when your back end work is not even done? no that that really you know put up, puts up a lot of question on what your planning is have you done your homework right you know it's not the first time that we are hearing a tour being cancelled and it's not the first time for indian football it's just been happening over and over again but uh, okay just to have a backup plan or a makeshift plan that doesn't really put you in the best of situations that okay this team had planned to do, go to the us and now they are going to singapore we seen uh, the same thing were happening with palestine as well but it's 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 going over over and over again but you know it just raises a lot of questions whether the things are being taken in the right spirit or is is it there something that is poorly worked out in the back end no it's sometimes it's really uh, sad to hear all this see uh, you know we all know that uh, last year the indian national team the senior team was supposed to go to usa uh, for a similar kind of exposure tour and uh, that got cancelled because it was clashing with isl pre season uh this time there are some allegations to just doing the rounds because uh, you know minerva punjab fc owner ranjit bajaj just tweeted yesterday that uh, you know uh, that this is a poor excuse uh, apparently they did not oh. even apply for visas mm-hmm. or something like that i mean this is what he's saying this is not backed up uh, by anything we have heard from uh, aifs uh, 
he's uh, got like a couple of players uh, in the under 23 squad. Uh, I don't know what's making him say all this, but this raises concerns, you know, because this is not the first time that yeah. the AFL has failed to arrange passage for the players to USA. And if this is happening again and again, it's not like an isolated thing, right? I mean, you try to do something twice and you fail for two different reasons, and then people obviously start asking questions about your intentions. So yeah, this is much less than what could have been uh, done for uh, the Indian team. Uh, you know, playing Singapore, it, it won't be as good as a preparation as they could have gotten in USA. And let's not forget that Stephen Constantine wanted to, you know, uh, the lower leagues in US. Uh, he wanted scouts from those clubs to check out the Indian national team players, and he was very uh, hopeful. Yeah. That uh, a couple of players would land contracts over there, which would in turn, uh, you know, benefit the Indian senior national team. Uh, but it's very unfortunate that the young players have been robbed of that uh, opportunity, and uh, they will have to settle for less for now. It just seems like you know, setback after setback for Indian team in terms of uh, you know making. Uh, in the US. Yeah, right, right, rightly said. Uh, because you know, uh, if this was a one-off incident, it would still pass it off. But this has been happening again and again to the national team. You know that that really you know puts. Yeah, and seriously, like we're supposed to be. I mean, the prime minister is uh, talking about football everywhere is going, right? So, what kind of diplomatic priority are we giving to football? No, we're talking about uh, changing the uh, you know PIO rule in terms of uh, representation in uh, sports. Uh, so that we can get in some, uh, you know, foreign-born uh, Indian origin players into the national team, so that we can like improve our ranking further. We can't even get this straight first. So <laughs> I don't know where everybody's priorities are and what everybody is trying to do here. Yeah, because you know uh, we are in a period of transition where things are trying to be streamlined in Indian football. But then this is really, you know, uh, it is a shameful yeah. act on, on part of the AFF. You know, if you just uh, uh, let alone this incident, but we've seen things in the past happening. Uh, it's always with the Indian football team or at least other sports in India. It's really difficult to imagine, you know, uh, what support are we are we getting even after the ministry is yeah. being talked about saying uh, we are there for you and uh, this is what you'll get from us. But in the end, things are not changing. You know, yeah, all the focus. I, I, actually, at this point, at this point, I expect the ministry to step in if, if like, you know, there should be enough connection between the federation and the ministry that to, uh, you know, so that uh, if a situation of visa is arising, you know, calls should be made directly on a diplomatic mm. level that okay, these are our representatives. You know, yeah. you should hurry the process of calling. Don't hold them up. But you know, we don't know exactly what happened. Very little is being said officially. And uh, that's where we are at this point, you know. And best of luck to the Indian under-23 preparing in Singapore. Yeah, yeah we, I think we should consider as uh, the Indian under-23 team lucky that we are not playing in Nepal in a friendly again. You know, again, that would have been the trump card. Okay, uh, no other friendlies are happening. Let's play Nepal. Yeah, no, that's no, really, Singapore is much better yeah. than Nepal. I mean, it, it's a it's a well-developed uh, footballing nation. The national team is not that great, but yeah, it's it's a good 
warm up practice uh, for uh, the under twenty three Asian Championship. Right. So that was about it. And uh, today is an important day. You know, I say important because there is the AFC and AIFF meeting that's happening. So the agenda of this meeting is not very clear. But uh, there are two outline topics that we are aware of. That is the strategic planning and the compensation, the player compensation that is going to be discussed. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, see, these know. are these are the uh, these are issues raised by FAI in the past, like Football Players Association of India. They have been asking for a minimum wage uh, across uh, I League and ISL. Uh, so that you know, sometimes you just saw uh, academy players being taken into the first team uh, for a very less amount of money. Uh, so uh, you know, the situation has to be improved, and the and the player, most of the players' earnings have have gone down in the last three years since ISL came. You know, hopefully this will be uh, reversed now. Now that the ISL and I League are running in parallel. But still, uh, at one point, you know, uh, you have to ensure that players at least get some money if they are playing uh, at the at the top level. So that is one of the issues, and the other is the foreigner structure. I think the uh, number of foreigners in I League will also be discussed. Uh, we know Israel and Montreal want eight in the squad and five on the pitch, uh, which probably won't happen. Uh, yeah, it should not happen. It should stay as it is. It should stay at four. And I hope AFC says, uh, you know, there is no need for you to uh, increase the number of foreigners in I League. But maybe IFF will find a middle ground and ask them to make it fight for a squad. Uh, so who knows exactly what will come out from that? We'll we'll keep you updated as we get the news, you know, from the yeah. meeting. So also, uh, there was a Twitter tweeted earlier in this uh, today morning uh, about uh, the meeting. Uh, there was a slide that was shown. Uh, so that said, youth compensation. Now, uh, really, uh, this is something positive that the youth is also given the you know uh, the recognition and uh, a professional approach because that is a stepping stone for Indian football to grow. Because we know Indian yeah. player, uh, an average player, has a age of starting it's very high compared to other countries you know uh, we see uh, other developed nations that really you know kick start yeah. you know grassroots is given importance as of lately but then we still are yet to see a professional approach given to the grassroots uh, it's all in the building, building yeah, stage. This, is, this is this is more about the you know uh, the players in their teens you know the 13 to 19 the academy age when they're progressing through the ranks at the academy and you know, playing under 16 and playing under 19 the idea is to uh, professionalize that structure so that uh, you know uh, they get a little bit of money when they're playing for the academy teams and uh, you know they are uh, given proper health care and other types of coverage and they uh, you know now that we have seen uh, uh, you know East Bengal, Mohan Bagan, uh, some of the ISL team academies, FC Pune City Academy, uh, what they do is that they buy players yeah. from other academies uh, or sign them at a very early age. Right, like 15-16 year old players they are uh, going around scouting and signing. So, if that is happening and if the player, academy players are also under contract, then we'll see probably transfer fees happening at, at that level as well. Uh, and uh, maybe uh, it will kick in in the senior level too, uh, once the you know, wage structure is uh, defined. So yeah. that, that will be pretty awesome. Hope we see some good direction to this meeting and uh, it's for the better of uh, at the of the youth as well. 
All right, uh, so that's a wrap from the TFC football team for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. Do like, share, and let your thoughts known to us via comments. You know, uh, we appreciate everybody who keeps commenting and uh, just lets us know how we are doing in the episode. It just helps us grow. You can listen to us. Uh, keep a watch on the uh, handle TFG Football on Twitter. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on Audio Boom, SoundCloud, and other major podcasting apps. And you can also listen to us on uh, the IVM Podcast app and for the other various shows on various topics. So we'll catch you tomorrow and see you. Bye. That was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments, all of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out. ATKT.in Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to say, but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun. As you can see, there's death, destruction and chaos taking place all around us. But don't you worry, food and drinks will be served shortly and I would recommend checking out IVM Podcasts to get some of your favorite Indian podcasts. We'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over. Thank you.